0: This, from a House Republican this afternoon, is some not-so-bad advice. It's a good idea for everybody to go home, get some rest, calm down a little bit. Think don't react emotionally. On a Friday, a crazy, crazy Friday from American public media, this is Marketplace. In Los Angeles, I'm Kyle Rizdahl. It is Friday, the 24th of March, 2017. Good as always to have you along, everybody. Seven years and a day after the Affordable Care Act became law. After more than 50 votes to repeal and replace it and 24 hours of high-tension politics later... It is done. We will leave the political postmortems to others and focus here on what today's demise of the American Healthcare Act means for the economic future. Lee Gallagher at Fortune magazine. She's in New York City. Reddy is at Politico. He is in our studios in Washington. Hey, everybody. Hey Kai. Hi, Kai. So, Sadeep, as I heard uh, on the CNN analysis of this whole thing this afternoon, uh, uh, health care has been the organizing principle for the GOP and its resistance for the past like 10 years almost. What can we glean then from where we go from here from its demise? We can
1: glean that the GOP had an organizing principle on politics, on how to rally people how to put on a hat, how to get people together in a crowd, how to get them energized, (laughs) Uh, but governing is a different thing, and we've seen a stream of Republicans come out today and acknowledge that, that it was a lot easier when we weren't actually the party in power to just say things and see that they'll happen. And obviously, in this case, when you have to come up with the hard details that are going to upset a lot of people from various factions, let alone the American people, just talking about the industry factions, that's hard enough, and then when you uh, bring the real personal effects of health care onto this uh, game over.
0: Lee, as Paul Ryan, speaker of the House, said this afternoon after the bill was pulled, he said, uh, in essence, we're going to have some growing pains. And you saw it here today. He also said, we're going to move on now. We're going to move to tax reform. We're going to move to infrastructure. We're going to move to controlling the deficit. Is any of that easier now that health care has gone down or is it harder or, or what happens?
2: No, I mean it, it's faster. Yeah, it's <laughs> good, it's get You it, get there you know, faster, right? Yeah. <laughs> right away. But it's—I think the big concern here is that you know this really shows that these divisions in the party are, may make it, you know, really difficult to get anything done. And I think that the—you know—it's interesting that the markets were closed when this all yeah. went down. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, Monday. I mean, we already saw this week the market feeling really the concerns that this was maybe not going to happen. And I think that. You know, Wall Street is just desperately waiting. Business is desperately waiting for all these pro-growth policies that the president kept talking about to to be turned into action. This puts all that in doubt at a time when the market. Many people say it's already overvalued.
0: Well, Sudeep, just real briefly, another another detour into the markets here. Um, They have been waiting for all of this stuff to come. It now appears that the Republicans, even though they control political Washington, cannot deliver. What do you suppose happens on Monday? Because because the market reaction today was was I mean everybody knew this was happening and everybody on Wall Street was like meh.
1: Uh, the people on Wall Street, investors have been willing to to look the other way for a yeah. while. So it, it depends on how quickly re- Republicans can regroup and and put their put the public sight on taxes and what kind of numbers they're talking about. But nothing brings out the knives of corporate America like <laughs> corporate tax uh, tor- corporate tax mm-hmm. battle. Right. So it nothing and so good luck. Getting a comprehensive bill that's going to lower rates and change the entire tax system for the first time in 30-something years, that doesn't happen in this way with this kind of environment.
0: Lee, a word here about the president of the United States as a businessman and as a man who prides himself on the art of the deal. He said today, after like, you know what, 10 days of this bill, maybe two and a half weeks, he said, it's time enough, time to move on, we're done with this. What does this say about his fundamental campaign promise, which is, I can close the deal?
2: Well, it's funny as I was standing in the lobby waiting to come up here today, these two two guys walked in, took one look at the TV on the screen, and saw the headline, and just sort of shrugged as New Yorkers do, and said, "So much for the art of the deal." And uh, I think that, that that is exactly it. And I think you know, I think it's interesting. I, I mean, I could you could see how President Trump could spin this. You know, I pulled it. I you know yeah, I knew really it wasn't going to happen. Uh, I you know this is decisive. This is what happens in business. You can just see how this is going to happen. He didn't really see coming that he was going to blame the Democrats, but uh, but that's another thing. Yeah. You know, Sadiq, it, yeah. S- uh, the other uh, funny, tweet, yeah, one, oh, no, the no, other funny tweet was, Siri, how many times did the House vote to repeal Obamacare? I just was keeping track of all the fun tweets that are out there today because <laughs> Cause you, cause you have Twitter's to have a little fun, humor exactly. about of yeah. it. Uh,
0: sudeep same basic question then, uh, negotiating skills-wise, about the Speaker of the House, who now, after having had this failure, has to carry all of those things he mentioned today, tax reform and infrastructure and deficit and all of that jazz. His caucus is not behind him.